knocking it out of the park. Ready your ears. Time to test your ability to change lanes. Enjoy the ride. Here we go. Another podcast from the group Changing Lanes Above the Net. Stay tuned to absorb real discussions for and about real people. Welcome everybody out there to episode six of Changing Lanes Above the Neck. I have one of my favorites here, Richard. Say hey, Richard. Hey. And me, David, we're talking about the future of the world. By the way we see it, maybe there involves some machines, a little bit of Terminator, but you never know. But take it away, Richard. Well, I don't know. The other day we were talking about these scientists. I think it was actuarialists at uh, Wells Fargo. They said there's a 50-50 chance that we really live in the matrix. So, you know, there's been different news articles about that and what, what that could mean, how that might destruct your notion of the universe. That was some awesome movies. All awesome three. movies. Uh, well, the, the notion's not new. But having so many people of, you know, quote, the expert world actually think that this is possible, that is new. And then you've got, what's, what, Bezos? Bezos from Amazon.com. He's Jeff, got that space. Jeff, out there. Jeff Bezos. He's, uh, he's actually rounding up a team of scientists and mathematicians and, and so on and so forth to chase this notion and find out if it might not just be true. Did you see the video of his uh, vertical landing? No. He landed a spaceship vertically. And I think it was on a barge out somewhere. But yeah, space travel is. You know, that's probably, and that's probably part of it. You know, you know, like you always said that we may not be the, 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 the top of the food chain. No. Even though we think we are. No, no. I mean, if you believe in grand, the grand scheme of things and you think, well, the history of the world has progressed this point up to 30,000 years ago to create its highest life form, the end all beat all man and woman. Can't, Unless can't you're run. like men go their own way, then it's just man. man. Anyway, uh, could be wrong. Maybe we're created to create machine intelligence, and then after that's viable, we're not needed anymore. Maybe we just go away. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's God's plan, or maybe the we're the inner. Maybe we're the organic part. Of the inorganic prophecy, you know, like like, like there'll be hybrids, yeah, like in the movie Matrix, they we were the batteries that you know our our um, life forms. We were the batteries that ran the world. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, you know, <clears throat> I don't see it as that. I would I would see it as if it were as sinister as it was in in the Matrix in terms of intent, then. Uh, what's the point? Unless the history of everything we know, as we know it, is a pre-programmed lie. I guess that's how it was in the Matrix. Matrix, yeah. Right. You know, what I thought about the other day was maybe what if, you know, Greek mythology was actually machine-driven? Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Well, that would explain guys like Hercules, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that they were yeah. so strong and... And, you know, they spit uh, lightning bolts and this, that, and the other. Maybe that's why they were so godly, because they were actually machines. And maybe 
if you take the theory of of uh, Terminator and mix it with the theory of the Autobots, um, what's that one movie with the Autobots and the oh the robots Transformers? Transformers. So maybe someplace in the middle is where the world meets. That's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it all boils down to: Are you really here, David? Yeah. Are you? Am I really David? Are you really David? Are you a biological function that's being fed all this stimulus, including my interface, so that you can execute intelligent function for whatever reason? Is all this conversation pre-programmed? Yeah, you might just be an AI module. You might not even exist. Actually, where I'm concerned, you don't need to. I mean, basically... I could, who's to say I am not the creator of this simulation, both experiencing it and running it, and you are just something here. Why can't I run it? You can. You can. I think, therefore, you are. (laughs) I don't, you know what? I don't have any need to be top dog. Yeah. No. Not Sometimes top, top dog is overrated. It is. It yeah. is. It comes with so much responsibility. Yeah. You know? But if you're a machine, your top dog is no big deal. Well, what if you have emotions? Oh, that sets it off big time. Well, I mean, you know, we're talking about whether it's machine-based, computer-based. In other words, there is no physical aspect to, to the machine or whatever. You know, we're talking about... Intelligence, that, that, that begs the question. Can a machine be a conscious being? Are they, do they become conscious? Well, just before we started the podcast, I showed you an episode of uh, Westworld. And, you know, that was back, Yul Brenner back in the 70s. And that's where the um, machines achieved emotions. Ah. And that was the theory, the theory behind the whole movie that, that the machines actually became alive. Or even deeper than that, we, we can go back to Stefford Wives. Well, exactly. Yeah. And you I, like that subject, Stefford Wives. <laughs> you always cycle back to that. There's there's something going on here, me thinks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that every woman should be a Stefford wife, but Yes, damn close, that, huh? There's, <laughs> always there's there's it's it's something to th- well, I mean, you know, maybe you didn't want to bring it up, but that is a big part of robots and AI. They just had the 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 a, a huge convention in London. I think it was this week, last weekend. It was thrown out in Malaysia, but it is completely dedicated to you know, basically what are extremely fancy blow-up dolls. And within 10 years, those those dolls are going to be animated. They're going to talk to you. They're they'll going, be Stepford wives. They'll be Stepford wives. They that's coming. Hmm. So you know, it begs a whole question. You know, I don't know. Like, so do machines get religion? Hmm. Would they have religion? I think that machines would have a supreme being. Okay, and there that, you go. That would define some type of religion. You know, <coughs> you know, there's always one machine, and maybe that one machine was the supreme being. Well, 
So let me ask a question: Is that he supreme was, being a, the same he thing? A Commodore. As a, he was a Commodore computer from Radio Shack <laughs> <laughs> that evolved in the deep reaches of outer space. Voyager One was in an accident. Commodore yeah. One was Commodore in an accident. Was. They built I am. God, you are old. I am. I am. I am. I gotta admit it. Radio Shack Commodore. That's scary. Hey, how about Ataris? How about uh, remember that TI that you hooked to a television set? Yeah, yeah. What was that yeah. called? Oh man, I had one—the one that that just played the. I had one of the first, and and you just played Pong back and forth. That was oh, like, I remember that. that. We like, had that, that too. Like the first I, one. I think my brother paid like two hundred fifty dollars yeah. for that for that box that would play Ping Pong. Pong, go back and forth. Yeah, that's all it was. So we so maybe Pong is the head pastor. Maybe Pong what? It, it is the head pastor. He's like the top dog. He's like the Billy Graham. Well, did he merge AI. with our notion of deity? Well, you know. I mean, the one to say, you know, because we're at a crossroads here. If there's going to be all these machines and they're smart and they have a deity and we have a deity, then are they going to get together? Or is our guy going to switch over and it was always that guy in the first place? And, you know, where does that or leave they us? they want to have separate deities. You know, like there's so many churches here, and there's so many religions here: Catholicism, Protestant, and and things like that. Maybe there's different deities. Maybe there's not one supreme Pong computer. Maybe there's a Commodore God, and then there's a Pong God, then there's a Atari God, then there's a a um, asteroid God. <laughs> uh, 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 sure, in our age, huh? Wow. Uh, that's his uh, Yeah. Or even, I don't even remember that world so well. That was a long time ago. Or even why does there need to be a deity? You know, why can't they just coexist among each other? Because because machines, more so than humans, if let's let's say they have emotions, but the emotions are pure. So there's no jealousy, uh, there's no strife, there's no anger. You know, they're they're dealing with all the positive emotions, so there's no war. There's no jealousy, anger, or anything like that. So they're not going to fight as much as we do because we're imperfect beings. Oh, I don't know about that. So I don't know. Machines going to fight? Well, what if you got like you know a bigger transistor factory than I do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, your transistor is bigger than mine in the shower. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't get it wet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's never mind. Uh, oh, no. Come on. Bring it. <laughs> bring it. Hey, so the other thing I was going to say is while you're busy exploring all this, is that, oh, I got to do this. You know, I want to hear a robot say, Lieberstrom. I need Lieberstrom. Uh, you have to explain that to someone. Oh, that's it's a uh, living room. That's uh, what the Germans wanted in the 19, circa 1935. Living room, spread out room, get out of my way room. So they want to conquer the world. Well, and have bigger transistor factories. <laughs> it's all about the transistor. It's all Once about again, the transistor. The Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. My transistor is bigger than yours. Yep. Yep. You can have that one. You yeah. could, I, you could have that one. But anyway, so the next question is, and you said, well, do you need a deity? I mean, if this is all a simulation and this is a machine world already, 
or the simulations in place to create the machines because we're biological or biological thinking or however you want to mix and match all these variants of this technology, the question becomes, is there such a thing as randomness? No randomness, no fate. No fate. Do you need a deity? Wow. I mean, think about it. Think about with, with machines. I think there is some randomness, but they more so than not. I think have less randomness. They're more. They're more on a mission to get this and this and this done. So there is an element of randomness, but not a whole lot. I don't think. Well, okay. So one of the requirements of conscious thought is to have is synergy. Taking the sum of what you know and creating something new. Choices. Choices. And so as you do that, then then there's an element, as far as my view to you, an element of of lack of predictability. So what about So so we create random things all the time. I don't care whether yep. you just get hit with a little extra cosmic radiation and the wrong neuron fires. But you know. So if, if we create machines that are truly conscious, then they have to be ca- Capable of random thought too, right? But what if? We're but if it's programmed, is it random? But what if we're the random factor? Man is actually the random factor of machines. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, no. I mean, you know, that flips the other side. You know, there's two ways to look at this. We can look at this as you know, very sterile, very cold, and it's all a simulation, and there may or may not be machines involved. Or you could look at it the other way, since you're sitting in here and approaching rapidly the notion that there's no real randomness. Well, what if there isn't any randomness? And yet, we perceive that the universe depends on a certain level of randomness to exist, expand, unfold itself. Maybe it's living things that provide true randomness. Maybe that's the necessity. Maybe the universe is creating what it needs. And so maybe the idea of creating machines that think like thinks like higher order beings is nothing more than to create the same effect as a living thing, but have it have a little more permanence, which turns into less randomness. Yeah, yeah. Catch twenty two. Yeah, there you go. Man, my brain is hot right now. I, you know what? And I tell you something. It's got me wondering <laughs> if that Tootsie Roll factory is really weir- real or not. You know, how would you like to know that all those things that you truly, truly enjoy, like eating that piece of candy or having that wonderful dinner with that glass of wine or, you know, some of your friends, we'll call them, or whatever you're doing, that it's all a, a simulation. A Even program. this notion of your big transistor. Sister. Is a simulation. It isn't a big transistor at all. I'm just here to tell you, my big transistor is not a simulation, folks. Sargreen for self-consciousness, folks. He's, he's, he's cheating the rules of the discussion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just, just for my candor. But, yeah, you know, I, I can see where the Tootsie Roll may be. And that's, that was part of the uh, part of the Matrix. You, you know, the guy... The one bad guy wanted to be stuck back in the Matrix because he wanted to, you know, smell the woman's perfume, drink the wine, eat the steak, and taste it. And be rich. He wanted to be put back in the Matrix. So that begs a question. If this is a big simulation, Mm -hmm. then why aren't we all rich? Why are we aging? Why aren't we just perennially 
21 brilliant and have all the money in the room and everybody drives a sports car. Maybe as we get older, we give off energy. Okay. We do give off energy. Maybe they're able to harness that energy as we get older and that powers the matrix. <laughs> nah. Oh, I'm going with that, man. Because uh, I'm powering the matrix. Well, you like time. see, you want the matrix. You want you want this machine thing in there. You want an. Al- I think that's a type of matrix. You you I want do. an alter. You want an alter. Uh, you know, you want a, a non-observable set of goals by some evil empire or something. Let me ask you a question. Maybe it's just maybe it's just us evolved as little as a hundred years from now creating a simulation world to understand more about how we got here so while you and i are discussing you know our living things you know intelligent biologically based life the top dog maybe they are maybe but you and i are not real maybe you and i are simply subroutines in a, comp- in a massive computer program. What happens if we have this figured out and the powers that be don't like it and then we get erased and no more power? No, you have a heart attack. Yeah. In your oh, world, yeah. you get to have yeah. a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack. So, you know, or, you know, something else that's... Or you get in a car accident. If there's no more podcasts after this, folks, uh, you know that we have cracked the code. Okay, so... If there's only me on a podcast afterwards, <laughs> Dave cracked the, crack the code. I lied and said, I'm stupid. I understand nothing. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And I don't have a big transistor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not everybody can have a big transistor. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, that's there was true. The, there was the like, little- for instance, I have a big vacuum tube. <laughs> <laughs> My vacuum tube is what would Trump say? It's it's great. Oh, it's yeah. great. Oh my god. It is so it is so it's like my hands. They're so massive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're not gonna segue there, folks. Why? Because There's we don't know much. how matrix simulation, a uh, machine based intelligence and all that. We don't even know where to grab a hold of that and go say the word. Yeah, elections, so, so we're yeah. yeah, we're not going to go there. You say elections or erections? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, elections. you got transistor on their brain. <laughs> Erexus. Election. Didn't I say election? Election, yeah, okay. Okay. Just making sure. Oh, okay. All I'm seeing is transistors right now. Yeah, we're back to large vacuum tubes. There you go. That was ancient technology oh, by today's time. standards. Well, there are some, uh, some stereo components that still have vacuum tubes. Oh, it was a big, actually a big use for it. I, I expect for, you know, when they get into some of these other areas where they can actually affect some deep, deep space exploration. I'll come back. You know, during the, I think it was the early 80s, there was a Soviet MiG that uh, the pilot defected and took the MiG to, um, to Japan. And everyone was making fun in the news media because they were, you know, of course, taking this thing apart. And they got to the computer boards and there was vacuum tube technology in this thing. So the press in its, you know, usual scientific, uninformed manner was making fun. And the truth of the matter was is these vacuum tubes that they were talking about were absolutely stunningly tiny. And they were 
part of integrated circuits that included chips and, and, and functionality like you would see in a modern computer. The reason that they were there is, guess what, folks? Many computer chips will not take an EMP or a radiation hit from a thermal nuclear blast, but a vacuum tube will. will. So here these guys have got these onboard avionics systems in their jets that maintain compl- uh, 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 at a certain level of functionality, compl- maintain themselves as completely viable because they can take the hit. Our aircraft couldn't, couldn't have done that. So, you know, there's a role to be played here. With vacuum tubes. I feel so much better now. You do. You can yeah. keep your transistor. I'm going to take my transistor and, and pout and go home. Okay. So what? A, so so, knowing, so if we had a- doggone well that, uh, hey. that an EMP comes around, my, my transistor <laughs> is useless. <laughs> you know. You know. Speaking of EMP. Now, I mean, if there were a woman here, would we be talking about transistors? What would we yes. be talking about? Yes. Transistors. Well, she might be interested in your transistor, but what would you be interested in? Uh, the Matrix. Okay. All right. Good answer. Yeah. 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 The Matrix. Okay. Because we're professionals. professionals. Oh, we've established that one. Haven't Profes- we? Professional <laughs> we're professional podcasters. We're professional podcasters. Oh, yeah. And anybody have a question for us, just go to the website and send us a, a, a little jingle. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, but not if you're a machine or uh, <laughs> artificially intelligent module, part of the simulation, and you're there to just trick us. We don't want to hear from you. Or if you're from the town Stafford, USA. Yeah, well, then you can you send know. a hello. Oh, oh, oh Include a headshot, too, will you please? <laughs> Or anything else you feel like. And be sure to address that to David, please. Yeah. You're such a slut. Yeah, don't don't address that to Richard. Address that to David. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, that's okay. You know, but you know, but artificial intelligence is out there and it's growing. Um I have Amazon Alexa. And I can ask Bob yeah, there she goes right now. See the see the little light? She heard her name. Oh. And so like I'll say Alexa. Play I Heart 80s. What's her name? Alexa. Alexa, I have a doggy bone for you. Yes, there's some things she can't. She yeah, can't she can't she can put that one together. Alexa, pause. So, yeah, so there's there's a... There's a direct example. Bam. Well, good voice recognition. Voice yeah. recognition has screamed along. A natural language interface has screamed along. Yeah. That's all part of the mix. And Amazon.com, that's an Amazon.com product. And she, <coughs> they Excuse add me. probably 20, 30 things a, a week to it. Because I get an email saying that, hey, we've had this. It's integrated with my light system. It's integrated with my thermostat. Is that connected to the internet? Yeah. So Amazon also has your voice gram. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if they want to complete uh, They'll make a David data. robot <laughs> and they got to have that voice, oh, man. they already got you. They got enough of you to, to, to be you anywhere there's audio involved. Except for my transistor. No, hey, they can do that too. Yeah. Trust me. No. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
And next you're going to claim art form. Art form. <laughs> art form. Yeah, but do they have the art form? Art I don't form. know. Yeah. I don't know. That's the big. That's a big question. So yeah, so that's a that's a perfect example right there, right right here in the house. Bam, Alexa. So she's she does well. You know, like I can ask movies. I I can ask uh, uh, the NFL football scores. Go through all the scores at that current time. Uh, weather. Um, you said her name and woke yeah, her up. Yeah, I know. Woke her up. Go to sleep. Yep. Um, um, I, I will ask her later when you leave if, if she's a Stafford wife, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we got a rope. <laughs> uh, you know, I was going to say something again, <laughs> but I'm going to let it go, you know, because I don't really want to know what her awareness level is. Oh. Yeah. You know, don't don't want to go there, David. Well, I don't want her to listen to me, you know. But, you know, someone says, you know, maybe, you know, since you can talk to it, maybe it's listening to you at, at the same time. Listening, you know, like you said, Amazon is listening to what you do, what you say, getting your imprint, things like that. So I'm against it. Way straight. Straight. What? I'm against it. Against what? I, all this consolidation of personal data. Oh. You know, but that's a whole nother podcast. Well, we've had a bunch of hacks. I mean, a ton of hacks. Oh, my God. It's getting nuts. Oh, well. I mean, you know, and it's going to get more so. Yeah. You know, people don't realize. I mean, it's been about 10 years, and we were talking about that on one of the podcasts. How you're here to satisfy technology, which in a way dovetails into what we're talking about today. Yeah. But from that viewpoint, you know, you, 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 you don't realize who is more important in this world today? You. Or your digital self. Your digital self makes money or has a bank account and gets money. Your digital self pays the bill. Your digital self is on Facebook. Your digital self yep. communicates over that thing you call a smartphone. That's you. That's your interface to the outside world. Well, if I can replace your digital self with an indistinguishable replicate yep. of you, do I need you? Yeah, someone has a uh, wake up, go to bed, brush teeth, go to work. Someone has to make the money. Well, yeah, but I'm if I replace you with a robot, a, a, a robot can't can't drill just enough to fill a cavity. Can't clean a tooth. Yada, ten yada, years, yada. ten years. Ne no, never. Okay, I agree with you. Can't do the art. You know, artesian you know, the robot. What it can master is the interface to another human. The robot cannot take good selfies with his patients. Can't do what? Take good selfies with the patients. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. No, they could do that. Sorry. Yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. get the angle just right, you know, get the get the, get the the background just right. Yeah. So you're saying the, the biggest barrier to AI are things that, that are the confluence between, I'll call it science. Yeah. The professionalism of science and... Art. Yep. Art. Art. Because what you do is art. art. Yeah. It's not only science, but it's art. A little bit of science, a whole lot of art. Yep. 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 Well, I would I, I would agree with that. You can't have that front tooth looking like a chitlet. So, what do we do when they try and replace you? You know, I'll give you an example. People artistically... You know, and the and the average things that they buy and have in their home and everything actually been kind of, I'll call it art dumbed down. 
in a sense. In other words, they accept things of lower quality, things that not only get thrown away sooner and fall apart, but things that even when they're brand new, aesthetically, they don't, they don't exhibit a high quality of art. So what if they get to the point where they say, I'm willing to accept less of an artist than you? That's a different world. Um, I think that reflects on our disposability of things. You know, we're, we're a disposable society. That's why we have a ton, millions of tons of plastics in the ocean, millions of tons of plastics in the landfills. We're a disposable society. Right. And, and quite willing yeah. to make ourselves sick and wreck our health over it. Oh, yeah. For the yeah. convenience of now. Convenience. Convenience of now goes a long way. So what happens when there's a, a Dave robot that, eh, he's 80% as good as you. And 20% of the cost. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. And meanwhile, there's lots of AI modules back there <laughs> trying to perfect how this, this fake Dave does his art. Um, Scary. Maybe we're not too far away. You know, I look at the Alexa, I go, wow. You know, thought about that 10 years ago. I thought that would never happen. Talk to a little cylinder and get scores and, and change your temperature of your house. Yeah. So, like you said, you know, technology needs us or we need technology. Which one did you say? Well, I'm saying that I'm saying that we need technology and yep. we use technology. And oh, I, yeah. I think maybe listeners out there have thought oh, it's a little hard to get to see things as he stated them, but think about it. In other words, if I start to not view you as a dynamic, artistic, intelligent human being, but more of a cash source, then I get to the point where some of this technology I'm pushing, A, to rope you in, B, get you addicted, C, create an environment and an infrastructure where you can't exist without it and get your dollar. And so once I create enough of that viewpoint and infrastructure, I don't worry so hard about getting making technology that's easy for you to use. I can depend on you to bend your thinking, your skills, and, and everything I need for you to learn that technology because that makes it cheaper for me to produce. What about the people that don't embrace technology yet? Well, that that would be me in many ways, yeah. you know, even considering my background, which was highly technical. But I don't have a smartphone, and I'm significantly less tethered than you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't want one. Someone texts me, and I feel the need to text them back because I have this old-fashioned stupid keyboard. I try and limit my text to like three words. This is not conducive to having a texting conversation yeah. which is my attitude you want to talk to me minimum pick up the phone i want to hear your voice because a lot of uh the meaning gets lost in translation with texting yeah i'm against it yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i think that it's like a lot of things that we do we increase we we create these capabilities and then the average person is you know either use only using like 10 percent of its potential or b when they do use it, it's non-productive, non-value-added stuff. All I got to say is I'm texting your happy ass tonight. Okay. All right. Like a hundred words. 